There's an effort underway in this country um, by mad- many radical leftists, um, quite frankly, the Black Lives Matter movement, Antifa, and so on and so forth, to um, to A, defund the cops, and B, to paint them as bad people who are racist, who are out to get you. And I'm trying to fight against that narrative because, again, I'm terrified about the possibility of our country turning into an anti-police society. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We will preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we will sentence them to take the first step into a thousand years of darkness. If we fail, at least let our children and our children's children say of us, we justified our brief moment here. We did all that could be done. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Veely TV. Now, let me start today's episode off by telling you why I support the police as much as I do. I'm sure you could probably tell, based on episode one and episode two, that I'm a staunch supporter of the police. Um, I don't believe there's systemic racism in the police force, as I've noted, as I've made abundantly clear. I don't think that all cops are bad, as I've made abundantly clear. There are probably, actually, I know there are a few bad apples. Uh, I'm not saying that racism doesn't exist at all in the police force. But what I am saying is that generally as a whole, the police are good. I want to start off today's show by explaining to you exactly why I support the police in this country. Number one, these people are heroes. These people are absolute heroes. Not all of them. You got, again, some bad apples, some really bad apples, who quite frankly should have been investigated and probably fired a long, long time ago. Um, And you just kind of have to deal, unfortunately, you have to deal with those instances of of abuse, police brutality, um, as they come. But I, I reject the idea that cops are racist, that we need to defund the police force, that there's, you know, systemic racism in the organization and all the rest. I reject that idea because, again, I believe that cops as a whole are heroes. These are people who run into burning buildings and houses to save people. These are brave men and women who run towards gunshots, not away from them. Um, they save people. They save lives. I made this point, I, I believe it was last episode, where I said, how many lives each year do you think are saved by good police officers? I wish I had a statistic. Um, I did some research. I did some digging. I couldn't really find anything. But um, what I can say uh, with the utmost amount of confidence is that the number of lives police save each year is hands down astronomically larger than the number of lives lost to police brutality every year. 100%. You can't even argue that. That's a fact. And number two, and this is the second reason why I've really been talking about the police a lot in these past few episodes. And I'm sorry if you're getting sick of it, by the way, but this is something that I feel is very, very important, especially now with everything going on. I worry about what'll happen if we become... An anti-police society. An anti-police society. This is disturbing to even say because, again, as I noted, and I think it was episode one or episode two, this country was built on the rule of law, 
Um, we're a nation of laws. That's how we operate. That's how we do things. And for the most part, over the decades, we've all been able to unite around the brave men and women in the police force and the brave men and women serving our country uh, in the military. These up until, you know, uh, you know, the past few years, really, have been things that we as Americans would unite around. Now, things are changing. Things are changing. There's an effort underway in this country um, by mad- many radical leftists, um, quite frankly, the Black Lives Matter movement, Antifa, and so on and so forth, to, um, to A, defund the cops, and B, to paint them as bad people who are racist, who are out to get you. And I'm trying to fight against that narrative because, again, I'm terrified about the possibility of our country turning into an anti-police society. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if one day you woke up? I, I mean, this almost has already happened. You wake up one day and suddenly everyone's saying police are bad. Police need to be condemned. Police need to, you know, um, revise our methods and so forth. So when did this happen? Overnight, practically, police are bad. Okay, we're all supposed to believe it? Why? Because some left-wing lunatics on TV tell us? Because Al Sharpton tells us? Because AOC tells us? Because Nancy Pelosi tells us that? Cops are bad? Cops need to be reformed? I don't think so. I don't think so. But mark my words. This is what's happening, folks. This is what's happening, and it scares the hell out of me, but what's happening is that we are slowly, very, very slowly, becoming an anti-police society in the wake of what happened, the tragedy that had to do with George Floyd. We're becoming an anti-police society, or at least what that's what many on the left want us to become. I, I strongly believe that. I really do. Not all on the left, but many, and there's... Many reasons for that that I'll get into in another episode. But I just want to make that clear that that is the path, unfortunately, that we are kind of getting a little too close to for comfort. And it's scaring me. I'm not going to lie. It's scaring me. And so that's another reason why I've just been, I've just been trying to defend the police, paint them as what they are, as good people who want to save lives, who want to serve their community. So... Look at what's going on in the country. Let's review, shall we? I say that we're we're getting too close to an anti-police society, or at least that's that appears to be the trajectory we're on, the, the left's taking us on, I should say, uh, in the wake of George Floyd's murder. Let's look at what's going on. We have growing calls to defund the police, to dismantle the police force. You do a Google search for this, by the way. Type in defund the police. This is a growing movement. I want to make that clear. This isn't something that's just being touted by, you know, some radical fringe groups. Defund the police is getting a lot of support by people, not only in Black Lives Matter, but also left-wing goons in in the mainstream media, um, you know, left-wing nutjobs in Washington, D.C. This is getting a lot of support. AOC, I think, was out there talking about it uh, on Twitter a couple days ago. She fully supports defund the police. Many people, uh, activist groups in various cities, like I saw Boston, for example, 
uh, are pushing their legislators to defund the police. It's a growing movement. It's a growing movement. And it might not have too, too much traction yet, but again, my concern is it's gaining traction. And if we don't put the brakes on this thing, I fear that we're going to go over the cliff. What else is going on in this country? What else is going on right now? Well, cops are being killed, right? Cops are being killed. There was an article published in, uh, what was it? The, the Daily Caller. And they went over and, and gave, um, a short description of all the police officers that were shot during the riots. And I want to read their names because they deserve the attention, quite frankly. These are people who died in the line of duty. Uh, David Dorn. Well, actually, I shouldn't say all were in the line of duty. Some were retired, which, in my opinion, makes it even worse. David Dorn was the retired St. Louis police captain who died on June 2nd while attempting to protect a local pawn shop um, belonging to an old friend of his. This guy was... I believe it was 77 years old. He was shot in cold blood and died on the sidewalk at 2.30 a.m. He was a black guy, by the way, but for some reason you don't hear Black Lives Matter complaining about this. You don't hear Black Lives Matter all up in arms about this black guy because I'm starting to believe, folks, that Black Lives Matter only care about black lives dying when it they died at the hands of a white cop. I'm just saying. David Patrick Underwood, 53-year-old uh, uh, man, uh, died from gunshot wounds after he was shot by an unidentified subject in a vehicle on May 29th in Oakland, California. Absolutely terrible. Damon Gutswiller, who was killed Saturday when he and other deputies investigated a suspicious vehicle and were allegedly ambushed by a suspect using explosive devices and an assault vehicle. The suspect shot Gutswiller, who was taken to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. For what? I mean, come on. For what? These people had nothing to do with what happened to George Floyd. These, I mean, for all we know, folks, we don't know much about these people, but for all we know, and I'm sure many of them are just good, decent family people. And their lives are taken, again, for what? Shay Mikolonis, Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Officer, was shot in the head while he attempted to disperse protesters last week. His family said Tuesday that 29-year-old Mikolonis will probably remain on a ventilator for the remainder of his life. Absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. Four unnamed St. Louis police officers were shot in the line of duty on June 2nd. All four are expected to recover. There's a 52-year-old white male with 30 years of service, a 34-year-old white male with 12 years of service, a 36-year-old white male with 3 years of service, and a 28-year-old Asian male with 1 year of service. Thank God they're all expected to recover. Jason Scott and Rashad Martin uh, were shot early in the morning on June 2nd during an exchange of gunfire near the Manchester Bridge in Richmond, Virginia. Both officers are recovering, but, quote, have a lot in front of them as far as rehab, according to a police supervisor. 
Scott was 25 years old and Martin was 28 years old. Um, shot in the lower torso and shot in the leg, respectively. Horrible. I mean, absolutely horrible. Two unnamed New York cops. Two NYPD cops were shot and another was stabbed in the neck on June 3rd in what has been called an unprovoked attack, according to Fox News. I mean, the savagery, folks. Stabbed in the neck? Come on! In in America? This is why I think it's unconscionable. Unconscionable! For some leftists to actually find ways to defend these people, these rioters out there. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And sadly, folks, there will probably be more cops that are attacked, maimed, and or killed. It's just a very, very sad time for our country right now. Very, very sad time. So we have that going on, on the path towards an anti-police society. Then we have NYPD officers retiring in droves over the leadership's handling of the riots. This was a report on the Daily Wire. They're retiring. They're saying to hell with this. DailyWire.com reports on this. New York City Police Department officers are retiring early after losing support from their higher-ups and from political leaders amid mass protests and riots over the death of George Floyd, according to current and former officers. NYPD officers have worked consistent 12-hour shifts to curb the violence that has ripped through the city and destroyed dozens of businesses. Rioters have looted stores and injured hundreds of law enforcement officers, according to the police, via the New York Post. Now, rank-and-file officers are electing to take their pensions and exit the force rather than stay in and cooperate with NYPD and political leadership that appears to be more interested in appeasing mobs than backing their police officers, an NYPD sergeant uh, told the Washington Examiner. An unnamed sergeant said, quote, At our level, it's hard to say, but in the past, you felt like chiefs like Joseph Esposito had your back. Even Ray Kelly Without Rudy Giuliani or even with Michael Bloomberg, things have changed. The Sergeant's Benevolent Association and the thousands I've sent them to provide me with a lawyer and dental plan. Very important. No one else will back us at this point. Chiefs taking knees and humiliating themselves. And it goes on. But the point is they're retiring in droves. Can you really blame them? Can you really blame them? I mean, I hate to say it, but they're not getting the unanimous support that they should be getting right now. They're being assaulted in the streets. Many of them are losing their lives. Um, There's a movement underway to defund the police. They're being painted as the bad guys. So in a way, I could kind of see where they're coming from. They're saying, to hell with this. It's coming from this narrative. That the liberals are pushing, folks. It's coming from this narrative that, hey, cops are bad. We need to deal with the cops. They're saying, screw this. Screw this. And what happens if we continue on this path, by the way? What happens if this defund the police movement continues? What what happens if police in the streets continue being assaulted um, in, in cold blood? Killed in cold blood. 
you have to you have to think that more and more of them are going to be following in these officers' footsteps, saying, I'm out. I'm out. A police-free society. Whether you like it or not, we're getting a little too close to it for comfort, folks. We really are. We're playing with fire here. And so that's why I'm so passionate about this issue. I'm trying to put an end to this the best I can. I'm trying to get these these messages out there to as many people as I possibly can. Before I go to break, I want to play this. This is a quick video of uh, New York Police Union President Mike O'Meara. And he gave a passionate speech lately that I want to play for you. Standing up for his fellow officers. Saying, look, stop treating us like thugs. Stop treating us like animals. Those are his words. Listen to this. Stop treating us like animals and thugs. And start treating us with some respect. That's what we're here today to say. We've been left out of the conversation. We've been vilified. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Trying to make us embarrassed of our profession. 375 million interactions. Overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly positive. Nobody talks about all the police officers that were killed in the last week in the United States of America, and there were a number of them. We don't condone Minneapolis. We roundly reject what he did as disgusting. It's disgusting. It's not what we do. It's not what police officers do. Our legislators abandoned us. The press is vilifying us. Well, you know what, guys? I'm proud to be a cop. And I'm going to continue to be proud to be a cop until the day I retire. And that's all I have to say. There you go. I'll be right back. You know, folks, I I wasn't sure if I wanted to dive into this topic or not, but I'm just going to do it because I think it it demonstrates how utterly insane and frankly incompetent the left really are in this country. The, the, The response to George Floyd's death in many cases has been so extreme and so over the top. It's it's getting absolutely nuts. I'm not talking about the protests. I'm not talking about those out there peacefully protesting. I'm not talking about them. What I'm talking about is things that are a a knee-jerk reaction. Things that a lot of companies are doing, businesses are doing, and so on and so forth. TV networks, etc. That they're doing that's, again, so over the top. And frankly, I, I look at and I scratch my head and say, how is this exactly addressing... The, the problems that we have in this country, the problems that they profess are, you know, in America's DNA. What, what exactly is going on here? Let me give you a few examples, just a few quick stories. I'm not going to read them all, but I'll give you the gist. Foxnews.com reported outrage towards Nickelodeon cartoon Paw Patrol sparks wild reactions online. Now, I've never seen this show because, you know, I'm, I'm not 12. Um, but apparently it's a cartoon series, um, about a dog or multiple dogs, puppies, really, um, that 
are cops, and they do things like they save kittens from trees. This is literally what we're talking about here, okay? A piece from the New York Times sparked wild reactions on social media over the writer's apparent outrage at the Nickelodeon cartoon series Paw Patrol amid the fallout of the death of George Floyd. Amanda Hess penned a piece on Wednesday in the in the New York Times titled The Protests Come for Paw Patrol and the criticism that the popular children's show has faced in recent days for its main character Chase, a German Shepherd police dog, animated, it's a cartoon, it's a kid's show, and how that and other shows are deemed copaganda for portraying the police in a positive light. Well, God forbid we portray the police in a positive light. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. These over-the-top, knee-jerk reactions that have nothing to do with what they profess to be the problem in this country. What, now we can't have anything at all to do with police in this country? On these different TV shows and so on and so forth? That all has to be outlawed? That all has to be taken away? Because police might be portrayed as, God forbid, good people? Serving their communities? The official Paw Patrol Twitter account, folks, they actually posted, we will be muting our content until June 7th to give access for black voices to be heard so we can continue to listen and further our learning. So they're almost censoring themselves for what I have no freaking clue. It's a cartoon. It's a kid's show, for God's sakes. Breitbart.com reporting on this one. A&E cancels live PD. Now, I've never watched the show, but it's very similar to Cops. Follows, um, as I understand it anyway, it follows cops responding to different calls and so on and so forth. Uh, A&E recently announced that it's been canceled. It's been uh, been canceled. In a statement, A&E said, quote, This is a critical time in our nation's history, and we have made the decision to cease production on Live PD. Going forward, we will determine if there is a clear pathway to tell the stories of both the community and the police officers whose role it is to serve them. And with that, we will be meeting with community and civil rights leaders as well as police departments. Folks, again, I don't really get this. I don't really understand this. Again, this this kind of thing has me scratching my head. Even if the problems that they talk about all the time on the left... You know, systemic racism. Even if that were the case, even if that were real, even if that existed, what the hell does this do to solve anything? Taking, oh, we gotta go after Paw Patrol. Oh, we gotta go after Live PD. Take it down. For what? Cops is another show that they just took down. They're no longer filming Cops, which has been running for decades now, I believe. It's just, it's sad. These are knee-jerk reactions. And lastly, again, Breitbart.com reporting on this. Disney fans say Splash Mountain should be rethemed because of ties to racism. Yep, I'm not joking. Splash Mountain, one of Disney's most beloved rides at Walt Disney World in Florida, Tokyo Disneyland, and at Disneyland in California is being criticized by social media users and Change.org supporters who say the ride's racial overtones need to be rethemed. You know what's funny to me, folks, is before this tragedy happened with George Floyd, nobody seemed to care about this. 
Before this tragedy with George Floyd, nobody seemed to care that Live PD was on the air or that Paw Patrol was on the air. Now, all of a sudden, oh, well, you know what? Yeah, yeah, we got to take it down. Yeah, we got to do something about this. The riot is, it goes on, it gives the history of the riot. It says it was based on the 1946 Disney uh, film Song of the South, featuring characters such as uh, Rare Rabbit, Rare Bear, and Rare Fox, and has been widely criticized for its uh, depiction of blacks and romanticized view of the post-Civil War South. I don't know. The animated characters are best known for their appearance in the song zippity doo Splash Mountain and Song of the South were trending on social media on Wednesday. See, th- this is what I'm talking about. Th- these reactions are absurd. They're so over the top. They're so unnecessary. So unnecessary. And this is just the lunacy of the left wing today, folks. This is how absurd things are getting. I mean, what's next? God only knows what's next. I guess they're not going to stop until, what, every every TV show ever that's mentioned a police officer or painted cops in a positive light until that's taken off the air? Until these TV networks scrub every ounce of pro-cop copaganda, as they call it, from their networks? I mean, when's this going to end, folks? When's this going to end? All I got to say is thank God Trump's president. Okay, because if we had a liberal president right now, if we had, God forbid, Hillary Clinton, things would be amplified like you wouldn't believe. Things would be amplified like you wouldn't believe. But Trump is out there, again, thank God, saying, no, we're not going to defund the police. No, there's not systemic racism. Um, Thank God he's president. That's all I got to say. All right, folks, that about does it for episode three. Again, new episodes of Ely TV every single Tuesday and Thursday, which means I'll see you next week. Don't forget to follow me on TikTok if you haven't already. And hit subscribe on you here on YouTube, again, if you haven't already. I'll see you next week. God bless, guys.